There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Two Girls, One Hustle, a guide with giggles to unlock your inner hustler with myself, Lucy Harper, and the lovely Lauren Cassidy. Welcome back, guys, to episode four. Lauren, how are you? Hello, everybody. I am good, thank you. I am so excited that we record this on a Friday, so I'm very excited for the weekend. Um, Yeah, I just feel like this has been a really good week, you know? I feel like it's been a very productive week, especially in the world of business. And yeah, I've been back at the gym in the mornings, loving life. How about you, Lissy? How are you doing today? Well, this is all sounding very positive. I I do think it's been a really productive week and a good positive week. So that's really good. I have been climbing this week. I've been to yoga. Ooh. I'm just, I'm just, I'm in the flow. I'm in the flow and I think you this has are helped. doing well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I think the weather this week, I know we said we weren't going to talk about the weather. But oh my goodness, the weather. <laughs> no, there has been horrific flooding in lots of places in the UK. So I hope everyone is safe. But I have definitely encountered some of this flooding this week. And I think to actually go out in the evenings, if it's been safe to do so, has been quite mentally, I've had to mentally force myself to get out and not stay on the sofa. So I'm quite pleased with Amazing. myself this week. So that's been good. Good. I am pleased for you. I am very pleased for you. I definitely, yeah, I agree. That's so funny though about the weather. We were like, no, we're, why Why do we become weather ladies? Literally, <laughs> we become weather ladies when it comes to a podcast. We did it with our previous podcast as well, but it's cool. I know. It's all good. I know. I think we might need to launch a, a third new sort of podcast just to talk about the weather. Oh my God. I'd be so down for that. My mum and dad always used to tell me, Lauren, you should have become a weather girl. They, they honestly do think that should have been my job. Um, and I would say the same with you. It's probably why we're friends. Yeah. That's why we get on well yeah. together. <laughs> yeah. Talking about the weather. Absolutely. Well, yeah. we'll hop straight into things. And I would love mm. to know, Lauren, what has been your non-hustler moment of the week? So this has been interesting because it's been quite a good week. The only thing for me that didn't go very well was actually, and I'm sure some of you might be able to understand this, I... Um, 
had to phone the doctor um for a reason investigations nothing serious um but I was a bit concerned about my thyroid levels and I'd had private tests done and it showed um that they were off and so I was getting looked at for hyperthyroidism um and I was like ready to go I was like this is what my issue has been I equipped I've got all my you know I've got all my test results here that I've done privately um I'm ready to go I'm going to speak to the NHS which is our um Large kind of public how would you call it kind of public, national health uh, system na- national that's it national health <laughs> so that's what stands for oh my god <laughs> public health system oh my god that's the most stupid thing I've ever said um national health service so you so I was ready to go had it written down to speak to the doctor but sometimes doctors have a way of making you feel like an idiot mm. like an absolute idiot so I phoned the doctor I explained, tried to explain everything, but it just went to pot. I never got out everything I wanted to say. I totally crumbled and I actually left feeling worse than I did before I phoned. And I I actually cried. I actually Aww. cried. That's so embarrassing. It's because I was so embarrassed. I felt like such an idiot. I felt so embarrassed and I actually shed a tear. That is the most ridiculous thing. And I just, that was like, just so not me and I don't know what on earth is going on but that was my non-hustler moment of the week well I'm very sorry you experienced that doctors are really hit and miss if you get a good doctor hold on to them people hold on to them because they're Mm. it can be rare (laughs) some of their bedside manners is not great um but it's fine it's fine you dealt with that situation onwards and upwards it's all good onwards and upwards it's for sure and what about what about you? Please tell me yours is better. <laughs> well, my, mine is much sort of uh, more or less involved, really. Mine's very basic. Um, it, it sort of just taught me that I'm always still learning things and that actually whilst I'm in my 30s, I'm still definitely learning new things. I thought when there's flood water, my natural instinct was I was driving back. It was about, I don't know, 10 o'clock or something. Obviously, it's pitch black. Mm. And I came to this area and it's, it's quite a dip. It's by a stream and it was flooded. And I thought, right, well, I don't want to get stuck here. So I'm going to drive through through this really fast <laughs> because... oh my god in fifi you yeah actually i were gonna do that in fifi do it okay. in fifi um and i thought drive through and the flood water no jokes came to the height of my car and, and like went to the sides <gasps> like this and afterwards um my mum and dad rang me and they were like oh did you get back okay Lucy and I was like oh um yeah yeah no I got back okay and I told them what happened and my dad was like furious he said Lucy you could have flooded your engine and I've I've done it before I, I've I've done this before I've done it before and I and I thought to myself hmm interesting you should drive through very slowly people <laughs> drive through flood water very slowly you do not want to flood your engine and funnily enough I saw a couple of cars parked up and they had flooded their engine because they'd driven through too fast so <gasps> lucky escape that's so bad that yes. is so bad but yes. I mean like Fifi Lucy's got a little Fiat yeah. 500 it's a little convertible it's the cutest car ever yeah um so I love going in it when I come down and visit you <laughs> um but Obviously, if you know a Fiat 500, it's low to the ground. Mm. So I am shocked that Fifi went through it. I and know. Didn't flood to the engine. Fifi lived to survive another day. She lived to tell the tale. But I will definitely be taking much better care of her when driving through flood water in future. So yes, amazing. Yes. No, amazing. Well, that probably takes us to our topic of the week this week. So 
Do you want to do you want to tell them, Lissy? What is our topic of the week? Absolutely. So our topic of the week is one I'm very excited about, and this is all about the secret life of a boss. All the sort of mm. little insider things, and whether you're a boss right now, whether you are considering going for a promotion or some sort of managerial mm. role within your career, or whether it's just a side hustle, whatever, whatever sort of role of of boss life, we're going to talk about it. Absolutely. And I feel like because we both have experience coming from being employed and Mm -hmm. also self-employed, whatever you are doing, if you're employed, self-employed, hopefully we will have, yeah, a couple of little, couple of, I can't even speak, a couple of little (laughs) tips (laughs) to get you through and just, yeah, see if you're interested in that. Definitely. So let's kick this off, will we? So first of all, why on earth would you want to be a boss in the first place? <laughs> it's a great first question to ask. Why would you want to be a boss? I mean, let's yeah. think about this really because it's great. It does put you in control. But there's a lot of mm. responsibility and weight that comes with being a boss. So I think everybody, yeah. I don't know, well, maybe I'm speaking for myself, but for me, I don't like being told what to do. And that's been very clear when I've been employed <laughs> before and I've wanted to go off and do certain things. And then my boss has told me, oh no, 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 you can't do that. You must do this. And it's just, I found it so unbelievably frustrating, which is why I now can definitely only work for myself. <laughs> so yes. um, so that's something um, that I think would be... Um, the first thing to really consider. So for me, that was my reason. What was your reason for really wanting to run your own business? Yeah, it's, you know, it's that creative freedom. I think as well in terms of being a boss, I've always liked people management. So Uh even when I was employed, I always really enjoyed that side of things. I used to work in the um, clinical trials industry and you, you know, kind of leading um, teams of nurses and doctors into clinical research and clinical trials. And I definitely enjoyed that side of it kind Mm -hmm. of man that managing aspect it was definitely a skill that I wanted to develop further but in terms of then going self-employed I think there's just a whole other set of skills that you can do because you have that creative freedom so even though I was managing within you know being employed I still was being managed as well I still didn't have any room Mm -hmm. to be able to yeah have that freedom to be able to progress um and yeah I've definitely I've enjoyed that I've really really enjoyed that managing Mm -hmm. my own time being self-employed but then also those you're responsible for other people especially when you have your own business and you employ people you are responsible for them. You're responsible for their development. You're responsible for their career. It's actually quite a lot when you think about it. It is. Um, it I is. Love it, yeah. So I think number one, ask yourself that question: Why do I want to be a boss? Why do I want a side hustle? Why do I want to go that one step up in my career? Ask yourself why. Number one. Number yes. One. Number one. Yes. So number two, I think we'll talk about sort of how to take that step how to become that boss. And I think Mm. for you, you came at it from a different perspective because I was, you know, already, I've been self-employed for a number of years, whereas you were actually in a career um, and working for someone. So how did you find taking that first step to become your own boss? It was, it definitely was challenging um, 
because I was so used to structure. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're employed, you have to get up at that time. You have to go. You've got to be in the office. You know, I was in the office from eight o'clock to four o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had to be online. You There was certain things that you had to meet. There were certain criteria that you had to meet. So I definitely found almost like a little bit lost at first because all of a sudden I didn't have these boundaries anymore and I could move them and I could work, you know, within my own time and my own space and I think sometimes you go from one extreme to the other and I know that I did I was like oh my goodness now I've got all this time and then I was like (laughs) oh actually I do need structure and I need to make myself my own structure to actually do the work yeah Um, so get those planners out get those planners out episode it's all about planning which I love to do and I I have to do that I have to do that to be able to meet and achieve my goals um but yeah I definitely found it a bit odd mm. um but we kind of slowly grown into it and what about you because obviously you were self-employed but mm. that's different from being self-employed and then actually managing people yeah definitely so I hadn't had experience managing people and I think I am I'm so I, I'm very soft in a lot of areas of, of my life. I'm quite um, like an emotional person, everything. But when it comes to business, I'm quite hard, and I like things done a certain <laughs> way. So um, I think in terms of managing other people, like I can be annoyed at myself, but then I it's been a real learning curve to work with other people and in a team and manage those people as well in an effective way that's not just shouting at them <laughs> because sometimes yeah. you just want to take your frustrations out and actually it's it's learning to find out what works so that's been an interesting sort of learning curve really but I think if you're sitting at home and you're thinking to yourself okay well what's what am I going to do you know how how would I actually become a boss I think it's really a case of looking at your strengths. So for you, you know that you had experience managing people and you actually sort of enjoyed that element. So that would have been a strength mm. of yours. And for me, I've, I've set up businesses and run them. So that was a strength of mine. So I think we both came from a point where we knew that we could put the strength into being our own boss sort of thing and managing yes. other people. So I think if you haven't come from that place before, I would really say to even if you write them down, as Lauren would love, I'm sure, <laughs> write them down in a nice little book and write down your strengths and think, what could I bring to being my own boss? Or what could I bring to this next level position? And actually just seeing, yeah. you know, what you can do and just trying to, um, if you are thinking of, you know, how to do it, if you're in a role existingly, seeing what positions you could apply for internally to gain some yes. more experience. That's always yes, important. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. most jobs that you'll you'll be in you'll know yourself there is if you the more you progress Mm -hmm. it then only becomes really management level roles yeah so some of those jobs might be that you're more of a technical manager so Mm -hmm. say you're in IT or law or something like that you're more managing the technical side of things and then you've got the other side of it where you're managing just people you're just a people manager so I think Mm -hmm. it's working out what kind of manager you want to do and whether you're happy with that responsibility because when you get extra responsibility yes you'll get more money obviously Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you do have to sacrifice more time and life gets more stressful unfortunately the more you go up the you know the career ladder so it is working out whether or not that you want to do it and I feel like everybody's taught oh you have to progress you've got to progress mm-hmm. you know, you've got to keep going up that chain but sometimes managing people might not be for you and that's absolutely okay you don't have to manage people no definitely and I think um you know maybe that would be quite a good test so if we're talking about how maybe it would be taking on that extra role of responsibility and actually mm-hmm. seeing how you cope with it and if you're not in a position where you can progress your career maybe it's a case of setting up a little small online business you know trying to test mm-hmm. out a little product sale or a service sale and actually just seeing how you mm-hmm. manage that I think that would be quite a good test before you take the big leap I agree. you know that yes <laughs> um for sure so that takes us nicely on to sort of what do you need to be your own boss do you, do you want to talk yes. us through a little bit of that Lauren of course so when we first created our business um the two of us were bosses of ourselves we were not <laughs> bosses of other people no. we were just the bosses of ourselves and you then have to work out okay do I need to employ somebody mm. and we'll probably do a whole other episode yeah, on employment definitely um so this is just a little extract of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you need to work out okay are you bringing money? Do you need more resource? Like, do you need X some of these extra hours? There's only so many hours in the day. If you can't get the job done, just the two of you, okay, are you going to have to look externally? Are you going to have to look at, can we bring somebody on? And is that going to make us money as well? Because that's the thing. It's not even just about like, oh, I need those extra hours, but is it actually going to be profitable? So there's so many questions that are going around in your head. Um, And I do think that it, it it does get quite complicated but I do think initially what you have to do and what me and Lucy did is we worked out you know we did our financial forecast and again we'll do another episode on that you know your financial forecast planning how many you know realistically how much money are we going to be able to bring in over the next quarter over the next year and how many hours do we think that we could employ somebody on? So we didn't want to take a big risk initially. And so we started with a part-time employee on a temporary basis. Um, and that allowed us to be able to bring somebody in without a massive commitment because we didn't know what our finances were going to look like in six months time. 
Um, and also we couldn't yet justify a full-time salary. So that is how we started. And then we grew from there and then we were able to hire a, you know, a full-time employee. And, you know, I definitely just think that it is a case of planning and there's so much more to that planning. Lucy, do you want to talk through a little bit more of what you need to look at? Yeah, absolutely. So I suppose it very much again comes back to um, the financial element, but I think it's a thing of, right, can I work from home or do I need to rent an office space? Mm. You know, you you may be in a position where you're living with someone else and actually it is just not practical to set up a little office space. That's, you know, it's realistic. So true, you yeah. may need to investigate renting an office space. Can you afford that? You know, then you have to think, um, okay, do I need additional equipment? Or if I'm going into a business where I want to hold stock and ship products, where am I going to store that? Do I need to rent a a unit to store that? So it's really Mm. taking the time to actually work out what you need to physically start this business. Can you do it with your computer or laptop that you've already got? And can you just set up a, a website after you've done your research and just go for it? Or do you need to take a lot of actual practical steps before you get to that launch moment and you're actually working for yourself? Um, If you are going to go full-time self-employed and work for yourself, again, that comes back to, have I got some savings to cover me for the next six months if I don't bring in any income? Um, You know, we've had months where, you know, the global economy has meant that we haven't brought as much into the business and that's really impacted us. And that's why we have to sort of plan to think, okay, well, are the employees covered, you know, and can, how, yeah. how, how can we get through that as well? So I think it's, it's really thinking logically and not getting caught up in the fairy tale of, I'm going to have my own business. I'm going to be my own boss. Yeah. Even though that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually yeah. thinking about the real practicalities of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, with money as well, it's thinking, okay, do I need a startup loan? You know, mm. we, we self-funded mm. our business. Um, but, yeah you know, if we hadn't been in a position to do so and we'd have felt we really need some money, we wouldn't have wanted to be held back from not doing our idea and we could have applied for a startup loan. And there are so many schemes now and things to help that whatever financial position you're in, please don't think that if you've got nothing in the bank, you can't apply for a business loan because there are lots and lots of of ways to get into things. Um, So lots of things to consider. Get out that planner is what I would say and start writing things down. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. Now, obviously, if you've done all this and you're like, okay, right, this is this is what I would need to become a boss. Mm -hmm. Okay, sorted. Whether this is employed and self-employed. I know that kind of last point there mainly focused on if you had your own business, but this is also for if you're employed as well. Mm -hmm. When to take the leap? When would you actually be able to take that leap? Are you ready? You know, are you, ask yourself, are you really ready? Look in the mirror, take a good hard look in the mirror. Am I ready? Am I ready? And just, am I ready to be a boss? See, see the mirror speaking back at you. Yes. Yes, I am. Love that so much. And obviously as well, when it comes to working out when you're ready, there's a lot of things you need to consider. So Mm -hmm. just one of them is obviously, we spoke about it before. If you're either going to, you know, have your own business or if you're going to move up and try and go for that promotion, it's probably going to affect your social life. Mm-hmm. And I think you need to work out realistically, okay, can 
can I afford to have that affect my life? Am I okay with that? Am I okay with more hours? Am I okay with maybe, you know, calls out of hours? Me and Lucy work out of hours all mm-hmm. the time, especially if there's deadlines mm-hmm. um, at the end of the month that fall over a weekend. Are you are you okay with that? Are you happy to do that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just something you've got to ask yourself. Uh, what do you think, Lucy? What else would you think about? Definitely, the, I, I think I think there's the social side of it is is a huge thing because I think people will often sometimes have the idea of oh you're so lucky you you've run your own business oh you can work your own hours and oh it must be so flexible yes that's true. But it also may mean you're working a lot more hours and, you know, Mm. maybe you're checking in at the weekend and you have a lot of responsibility. Mm. So it's not just that side of things. And I think you really need to ask yourself if that's what you really want. Because once you start, you really have to go for it and put your all into it rather than just sort of doing it like a half-ass sort of effort. You know, go into it if you're going to do it and make it or, you know, give it everything you've got to, to make it a success. And it's okay to fail that's fine you know you can it's trying new things and whatever but I think you've really got to want it in order to take that leap because it's a change of lifestyle and whether you're going Mm. for a promotion or you're starting your own thing it is a change in hours it's a change responsibility that's going to impact your stress potentially your mental health so you've got to ask yourself am I prepared for that for sure absolutely absolutely agree with that and you know if you as well you need to be able to have researched that role you know have you done your research um if you're starting up or you know have you researched your new management role that you're going for fully so you've got to have done that research it's all in place you know exactly what you're doing and once you have that all ticked off I think yeah go for it go for it we're all for it go Go for it absolutely go on (laughs) (laughs) definitely and I think we'll end by just um just talking about how we found to be the best boss. So Lauren, what what do you think you've learned from being a boss? That people don't always understand what you understand. So Mm -hmm. this can be a case of, you might have a really, a well-formed way to do things in your head or you have a task that you want your employees to do. And to you, when you say it, and when you instruct them to do it, it might, just because you understand it doesn't mean that they understand it. Mm -hmm. so for me I've learned is actually detail is key rather than you know be as detailed as possible so when you're and when you're looking at your employees and when you're looking at how they're performing um you always need to look at how we can we make things better but it's not just about the employee you need to look at yourself and you need to look at okay they maybe didn't get what I asked them to do Mm -hmm. and that's not because they're not, they're not doing what they're told. It's because they didn't understand because I didn't communicate it in the best way that I could have. How can I improve my communication skills to help them learn and to help them be better? Because an employee is a reflection quite often on yourself. Mm-hmm. So you do really have to look at yourself and try and work out, okay, how can I change things, make things better? So that would definitely be one of my biggest learning experiences I think from being a boss what are you Lucy Um, well I think absolutely that and I think the communication thing is a huge thing so between you and I you know I I know that we can just sort of say a little thing we'll sort of get what we mean like without having to explain Mm -hmm. it too well whereas if it's someone else we really do have to communicate every little thing that we want to say if we want 
a particular result. So I think it's just learning how to articulate certain things, learning how people have different communication styles. You know, we wouldn't Mm. speak to one of our employees the way that we maybe speak to the other one because it's working out the the style that someone understands personally. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also learning that you never want to talk down to someone. You know, we really encourage at RBI that we're a team. Like we're we're all equal, we're a team. And whilst we have a managerial position, you don't want to ever be talking down to someone and making someone feel bad. And at the end of the day, it's it's still a learning curve. You know, we're still learning and we've learned Mm -hmm. things from our employees that we can take on board. And equally, I'm sure they've learned things from us. So I think that's a real thing. And also that whatever you've got going on personally, maybe if you're going through a difficult time, your attitude will come across within the workplace, just like it would in any other workplace. So I've been conscious of that this year, if I've had a difficult time going on and I've thought to myself, well, if I come to a meeting and I'm very negative, that's gonna negatively impact an employee as well. So I think you always wanna try and bring your best self, try and be really encouraging and motivating and recognize that you're still learning and it's okay to not be the perfect boss all the time, you know? Well, Well. for me, (laughs) it was all about not being my previous bosses. Oh. <laughs> you know who you are. There's about three of them, the most awful bosses you could ever have. Um, So much so that of my first job, I got put on garden leave when I wanted to leave. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, dearie me. Handed in my notice and I got put on garden leave. Um, yeah. So yeah, for me, I was like, let's just not be those bosses. Not be them, no. I feel like I've learned that. a lot of like what not to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I think structure as well. That was my last little point with structure I think mm-hmm. initially because we we went from structure being employed to mm-hmm. no structure being self-employed yes to then having employees it's putting that structure in place again and it took us a little bit of time mm-hmm. to get that structure didn't it it, it took us a while it doesn't just happen overnight no no <laughs> um, it's a little bit of a kind of test and see see if that Definitely. that works Yes, um, but trial yeah, and error. no, I love it. Yes, it's good. It's tra- trial and error. That's that's exactly trial, what I meant to say. I was trial like, and error. Word? <laughs> yes, definitely. But um, no, I, I would, I would go for it. You know, that's just my general thing. Just go yeah. for it. Just do it. Life's too short. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Well, um, now we have our listener question. Oh. Lauren, would you like to read this out? I'm excited. Okay, listener question. I've been wanting to earn money outside of my full-time job for a while and I have a good idea but I've never run anything myself and I'm scared I'm not confident enough or don't have the experience to be my own boss. So Any relevant. advice? So relevant. Very relevant. <laughs> and then it says Anon. Oh, anonymous. Anon. Anon. Yes. Yes. From Anon. From Anon. Mr. Well, and Mrs. Anon. Anon. Yes. Um, well, well, um, much like we've sort of just been speaking about really, but I think we'll touch, I'll touch a little bit anyway on the confidence yeah. side of thing. So mm, I think okay. a lot of the times people get stuck in this mindset of, I'm not good enough. I don't have the experience. I don't know what I'm doing. And they, they sort of spiral yeah. in their mind. And actually you've really got to think to yourself of all the times in your life that you might have overcome something or you might have pushed yourself and achieved something that you didn't think you could and really focus on those positive moments to take forward that attitude of actually, I can do this. I'm going to go for it. And mm. I'm and don't let other people get you in that mindset that you can't do it. You know, I know that I've experienced that where, you know, a friend or family member might've, you know, 
just sort of thought, oh, is, are you doing that? Oh, is that what you're doing? And sort of questioned yeah. it. It made you feel just a bit rubbish. And actually, mm-hmm. if you've had that idea, there's a reason you've had that idea. And I think you've just got to gain a bit of that self-belief, get those positive mm-hmm. affirmations in you, and just really work on your self-confidence to know that you can achieve this project in whatever you want to do. So that's my personal point of view. What about yeah, you? I absolutely second. I absolutely second that. And I think, do you know what? Look at all these big, amazing bosses that have huge, big, you know, billion, multi-billion, multi-million businesses. So many of them, you look at their personal stories, they, they'd never had any experience of being a boss. They just had no. an idea and they went for it. So exactly. they were in the exact same position as you and the exact same position as we both were. Yes. You know, a few years ago, you just, you just got to, you got to really dig deep put aside your fears and mm-hmm. you've just got to go for it and you build confidence as you go on like you know building a business isn't doesn't happen overnight it's a process it's a long process it is it's so a that process. confidence will come i need that on a t-shirt oh, you yes. know it's a process it's a pro- just in general everything's a process <gasps> i love that <laughs> dot, dot, dot. It's a process. yeah for sure well thank you so much and obviously everybody if you want to write in with your questions you can either dm us on instagram at two girls one hustle you can also send us an email at two girls one hustle at run by um and yeah just let us know your question well we're going to the little hop and a skip into our side hustle of the week so lucy do you want to read us and tell us what the side hustle well of the week is this, uh, is this is an unusual side hustle everybody uh, just um, a, he- a heads up um, <laughs> i'm excited about it i'm really excited i feel like it's, it's a bit on my street so <laughs> this is becoming a virtual friend if you are a sociable and outgoing person an unusual side hustle that could be perfect for you is becoming a virtual friend a virtual friend Mm. helps people looking for online companions fill their time with either talking playing games or even teaching them new skills or languages there are quite a few websites you can sign up to and become a virtual friend but some popular options are rent a friend and rent a cyber friend lauren would you be a oh virtual friend? <laughs> yeah, I actually love that. This is, this is the first side hustle that I am like, oh my goodness, how cute. Could you imagine playing like chess? Like, so you're getting paid to be somebody's friend. Although uh, there's a little bit of that that feels a little bit. Yeah. I don't paid know, element bit, I don't like, weirdly. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. But, but, I mean, if you're getting paid good money and you are sociable and you're like, do you know what? I'll just be all these people's friends. I'll just play them games online you know but yeah there's a part of it that feels fake doesn't it yeah but it, do you know what it really gives me vibes of is like um a japanese robot or something i, I was watching you know that jane mcdonald program where she goes to japan yeah. and she's in the the restaurant and she has the little robot come up and it, it just sort of it feels very much like that like it's not even though you are obviously a real person it feels a bit robotic almost to hire a friend i do agree i was in that same cafe by the way in july just yes. so that you know yeah very <laughs> exciting they couldn't, very they exciting. couldn't understand a word that i was saying either oh. so i feel like if you need to be you know if you're a virtual friend you need to understand what the other well i mean i'm not surprised the robot couldn't understand you i mean it's got to deal with the scottish no. accent terrible terrible i mean it's literally like have you ever seen that lift sketch where they're like in the lift 
Oh, yeah. I can, they, they're shouting at the lift <laughs> in the Scottish accent and it doesn't understand. Yeah, I mean, no. everybody's seen that. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of what it is like for me all the time. Yeah, I, I just I about make doing... it through. Yeah, just, just about. <laughs> I was doing our teasers for last week's episode and I put it through and um, we're using like CapCut and it does auto captions. Mm-hmm. It Yours, perfect. Yours, word for word. The amount of words I had to change... <laughs> on mine and also can I just add that I did a little shout out on YouTube about the uh, podcast mm. and people thought I was saying two girls one asshole yes with my accent yes I know <laughs> two girls one asshole I know <laughs> we're definitely not that definitely not no 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 oh god that gives me real human centipede vibes two girls one asshole that's oh my goodness don't even i can't i know get get that in my head right now i know i know i know oh dear no i i mean i think the virtual friend is cute and i would do Mm. it in terms of i would just do it to be nice rather than like to maybe earn money I don't know what it is about it. I just I would feel a bit weird because obviously if you're in a position where, you know, you are feeling a bit lonely and let's face it, we can be in a room of crowded people sometime and you can still feel lonely. It's just, we just feel lonely sometimes, you know? Yeah. So um, that's that's fine. But I think I would just feel a bit bad. But that's just me personally. But then, but then is it the PG version of like, you know, people pay like sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. Or, like, I was just about to say that. Like girlfriends or like an escort or that sort of thing. Is it really just a PG version then? I guess so. It's like the same thing. I guess thing. so. Mm, maybe, maybe we should explore this <laughs> this week. <laughs> we'll try and become a friend. A friend. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, it is a nice idea. It's a nice idea. And if at the end of the day, everyone knows... You know, everyone's happy. Everyone knows what's involved. Mm. It doesn't get weird mm. or creepy. Then hey, yeah. I'll I'll play virtual Scrabble with you anytime. That's fine. Of I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Sign Love me it. up. Okay. <laughs> well, I think we're in agreement then for this yes. one. I think we're absolutely in agreement that we would both become a virtual friend. Potentially. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Sign me up. Would you? Would you guys <gasps> let us know at yes. Two Girls One Hustle on Instagram and on Twitter? Now we are launching a tiktok <gasps> oh my god we're so, we're unbelievably trendy i'm not gonna lie we are like, so wow we're so trendy, trendy. <laughs> we're a little bit we're, we're a little bit um what do you call that like a, a dinosaur what does mm. um one of our employees says it what did you say a technosaur uh, yeah a technosaur yeah a with tiktok a little bit in terms of actually posting that content but we're gonna do it because we have now been filming our episodes yes and we've been starting to put those teasers onto instagram so mm-hmm. if you are listening if you want to see what this setup is like you can then head onto our social media but we're gonna launch a tiktok so stay tuned oh, i'm stay very excited tuned. i'm very excited i love it so go and check that out at some point and just thank you so much for listening guys and thank you again for all your ratings um on spotify um yes. we really do appreciate that so um so yeah if you haven't raced already and given us a follow and turned on notifications do all those things and make sure that you tune in every wednesday around lunchtime 1 p.m uk time where we'll be releasing a new episode and just check out our socials during the week where we'll be po- posting little teasers so for some extra bits indeed Lovely. indeed well thank you so much 
and have a lovely rest of the week and we yes. will see you guys very very soon okay bye Bye-bye. mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.